Welcome to the Sports Bros Podcast, featuring the almighty B-Live, the money man, Scotty D, and your host, the head of creative, Eddie Cool. The Sports Bros Podcast, by the fan, for the fan, talking sports just the way you like it. And without any further ado, let's give it up for the Sports Bros. Oh, for the first time in forever, the Sports Bros Podcast have returned to Tuesday. You see us waving at you. You know who it is. This is your boy, Eddie Cool, and this is another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast, your favorite sports podcast. Hope everybody had a wonderful and nice Easter weekend. Uh, I do that thing called work, but um, the bills got to be paid somehow because I'm out here in these streets. Enough of my incoherent rambling. Y'all know I can't do this by myself. I have not only one, but two of the best co-hosts in the world. Introducing first, the almighty B-Live. What's happening? What's going on in the world today? Oh, my goodness. Springtime, even though it didn't act like springtime, this weather's been ridiculous this weekend. And, man, we really felt it. Oh, man, Augusta, good Lord, trees falling down. Wind all over the place. Um, here in North Carolina, it went from 80 to 40 in two hours. I was mad because I stepped outside and I wasn't prepared. And um, But um, Lord God above, he knows what he does. But, man, it, I, North Carolina weather is something else. But I, I, I digress. Masters, NBA, NHL, UFC, baseball. We are loaded with sports um, this week. But go ahead, go ahead. I, I'm not the only one on the show. Go ahead and introduce the other guy. I guess you got to get him in, get in where he can fit in or something like that. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm funny that you said you're loaded. That's funny. Oh, boy. Before um, I got to <laughs> put the train back on the tracks, introducing the other guy. He is pound for pound, the toughest lunch lady, ma'am, sir, person. Uh, whatever he decides to be this week, this side of the Mississippi, and in all of Washington County, he is the one, the only, the money man, Scotty D. Bruce on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Life I love is doing podcasts with my friends, and yeah. I just can't wait to get on the road again. Yeah. Remix. Just got off the road, boys. I was at Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach, and that's all you can really do with that song. Um, yeah, man. Uh, got to see the local legend, Uncle Max, while I was down there. Got to uh, experience Beast Ninja, the new and improved Beast Ninja, where I used to work when we started doing this podcast. And I got to experience very nice hot weather on Thursday and Friday early and then friday night it was like 35 degrees colder so all the all the seasons got to experience all the seasons summer winter spring and fall down there at myrtle beach myrtle beach myrtle beach this past weekend but hey um man guys it was um it was like you said be like it was quite a weekend for sports and let's not ramble let's get right on into the into the biggest story of the weekend eddie cool all right let's quit bs and hop right into it the top of the order all right, let's get this thing started. Here it is, the top of the order. The Masters was this weekend, a tradition unlike any other. Did I get it right, Scotty D? A tradition unlike any other. 
The yeah. Masters on CBS. Yeah, shout out to Jim Nance, one of the best to ever do it. <laughs> John Rom, the Spaniard from Spain. John Rom wins it. I'm not gonna lie. Like I said, I do that thing called work, which which gets in the way of what I really want to do. But hopefully one day that'll change. That will change. Scotty D, the Masters, inform the world, including yours truly, what all what happened was. John Rahm was way better than everybody else. And I say that <laughs> on his very first hole, he four putted. He began the tournament at two over par and then was 14 under for the next 71 holes. And he was easily the best player in the field. And guys, I, I tell you, well, first of all, let me say this. I predicted Rory and he didn't make the cut. And that was surprising because early in the tournament was when that course was gettable. There was several guys that shot seven under par on Thursday when the weather was beautiful and the course was set up for success. I mean, it was playing, the greens were playing soft and you could, you could get the course, you could score. And it was like that pretty much on into Friday. And um, I don't, I, I don't know what was going on with Rory, why he, why he struggled. I don't know if it was the mental pressure he puts on himself of trying to complete the career grand slam, but he was not a factor in this at all. But John Rahm just, slow and steadily climbed up the leaderboard while Brooks Kepka jumped out and seized the lead. Brooks Kepka looked awesome. He looked like vintage 2017, 18, 19 Brooks Kepka for the first couple days. And then the weather got bad. And then we had to take a little break there on Saturday because it was rainy and cold. And then this was actually a, a little bit of a break against Kepka because, you know, some days you go out, play golf and you're on fire. You shoot great. And you, you hate, walking off the course, probably the way Phil Mickelson felt on the 18th hole on Sunday. Cause he went out and shot lights out. He probably hated walking off the course cause he was in the zone and that's how Kepka was early, but he wasn't that way on Sunday and Rom was, and Rom had the benefit of playing 30 holes. Now, I say benefit. That's a lot of golf. Was it 30 holes? He played at 18. I think yeah, he no, picked up It's 30. Well, okay. So, so he 30. was playing well and that helped him to pick up a little bit of traction in the, as he ended his third round and he maintained that he was, he was playing very well. And, and really this thing was over early. Uh, as soon as, as soon as Kepka had his second bogey, I think Rom went right by him and he never looked back. He never relinquished the lead. Now he had a couple other surges. Like I said, uh, Mickelson had a, had a push and Spieth had a push, but it was never really in danger. John Rom just was simply the best golfer out there this weekend. And it was a good leaderboard. I mean, look at the names that were, that were up there. Um, Mickelson tied for second, Kepka, Spieth, um, the, the uh, Sam Bennett, he faded a little bit, the, the amateur, um, but it was, it was really, it was really a good leaderboard for the most part. I mean, a lot of, a lot of big names out there, but it was just the best, the best guy on this weekend, one of much deserved B man, the thing like, and you, and you already alluded to it. I want to put this into perspective, the play 30 Holes of golf in one day. Um, I'm just going to do a quick little, little um, estimation. That's over six miles, around about six miles up and down, left and right. Here we go around the here, come around the mountain when she comes. When it comes to how much, um, how much um, land you're covering, how many holes you're covering, thirty holes. That's a lot. On a hi very hilly golf course, too. Yeah. Oh, abs absolutely. And you and some of the best did not make it. Of course, I mean, uh, I hate to say that Tiger was Tiger was made the cut. 
But man, when you start off the first seven holes of the third round being six over, something just isn't. It, it ain't it, the math ain't mathing, as some some of the kids might say. His body's and, not. His body's not cut it, out for this anymore. He's he's. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is his <laughs> last one. If he does come back, I think it would only to break that cut record that he tied this year to try to do that one more time. But uh, it, it's it's I don't enjoy that. I don't enjoy watching yeah. watching Tiger go out there and limp around. And they and they show every shot. They show him bite a piece of fruit or sign a scorecard or tie his shoes. I mean, even at this stage. <laughs> He's getting a lot of camera time, well more than he should. But, but Freddie Couples made a cut. Yes, he did. Sixty-three years like, old. So, and and speaking of um, elder statesman, Phil, you speak. I'm um, speaking of Phil Mickelson. Jesus, he was on a tear, um, the fourth round, and he he put the pressure on everybody, except for John Robinson, and he was just sitting in. He was just sitting in the clubhouse uh, with eight under, and he ended up, I believe, he ended up, him and um, Kepka tied for second. With, um, of, um, of course, we're in, but the, the, the key element was the fact that at one moment in time, Kepka was four strokes ahead of John Rahm and ended up four strokes behind him in one day. We spoke, we, we, we were talking back and forth, like how one hole can change the whole dynamic. But it just yes. it was one of those things where Kepka kept shooting himself in the foot, shooting himself in the foot. Just his um putts weren't there, short game wasn't there. And I don't know if you call it fatigue, never got into a rhythm on that last day. But yeah, it was just like um and I'm gonna go ahead and say it as much as Sky D does not like to talk about it. It was oh. literally it was literally PGA versus LIV. It was. Oh, we, yeah. I, we can talk about it. I, I'm, it I'm was, game for talking about it for sure. It was absolutely man. Like, and like three of the top five um, in the Masters were live golf players. The whole talk about old um, live golf is a competitive, just a money grab, da da da. He may have made a statement, and especially one Phil Mickelson, because I was one, I, I wrote Phil Mickelson off. I wrote him completely off. I said, they paid him all this money. He ain't done a thing on a golf course when um, at, um, the, on the Live Golf Tour. I was like, why did y'all pay him this money again? And then I was like, after this all said and done, I might have to download the CW app. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. It's, it's, it, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. To all um all the people that are listening out there, it does not have to be live versus PGA. Yes, it does. No, it does not. It does. It, it came. It, it became the story. There's no way. There's no way it can't be. These guys yes, were planning. Be. They were planning on having all the live golfers go out there and and mob the green. Had one of their guys won. They talked about like the unification. At the dinner, <laughs> we talked about the dinner. Greg Norman no, hey, hey, hey. was not invited. It has to be this way. It, it, it does, was, it does the, not the, have to the be The lines this way. were drawn in the sand. It has you, to be. You know why the lines are drawn in the sand? It's because it makes them money. Controversy is the fruit of profit in this country. It's, it's without question. They know what they're doing. They know exactly yeah. what they're doing. Here's the thing, as a 
They're selling hey, out for the money. That's what they're hey, doing. Yeah, he got he, he got a point. Can't deny that. On on both sides. You think the PGA ain't capitalizing on this? They're literally they they're they see what the um live golf tours doing. They're like, oh man, we're gonna do, we're gonna do the same thing in 2024. They they, they they are going to take a couple of their rules, but th- th- that doesn't help their ratings. People watch the Masters every year, no matter what. Well, they, that, but here's the thing. That's the beautiful thing about the Masters. It's not a PGA event. It's a golf no, but, event. But, but people are watching PGA events more than they're watching the CW and watching. Oh, of course. Here's they're the, watching here, it more. Here's the quintessential argument. And, that's why. And, that's and, a, and Brooks, I, Kepka, Brooks Kepka would be wearing a green jacket under live rules because they played three rounds. Oh, here we go. <laughs> he only used to play in 54 holes, though. He, he, he uh, tuckered but out. He, but Phil Mickelson, hey, went 72 strong. He just didn't do well the first two rounds. But let me put let me finish my argument, if you will allow me to. It doesn't have to be this way. We can celebrate both. We can celebrate the tradition of the PGA and the, the newcomer, um, the live golf. It's great for golf. It's absolutely great for golf. And that's what I, I, this is one thing that I don't understand. Like, how do we spend so much time being pitted against each other when we could just enjoy good golf? That's what we saw. We saw good golf with both, with both programs, both putting up a strong fight. You said your, your, your um, golden boy, Roy McElroy, didn't even make the cut, but he's supposed terrible. to be the face of the PGA. But then he did he, terrible. He, he, yeah, he did terrible. John so Rom said, Dustin, "You know so what, Dustin Johnson, Masters the champion, true, right?" John Rom said, "You know what, y'all forgot about me. I'm the number one golfer in the world. Hey, I'm here. Let me show you how I do things. It, it was a great golf. I yes, I like the excitement. I love. I love PJ Live. If what PJ needs to do is to stop this whole banning the live golfers, let, let the boys play. Let them play. There's you gonna be a couple schedules. There's a couple schedules conflicts." There's going to be can't. scheduled conflicts, but heck, Roy McIlroy has already dropped out of the next golf um golf event that he's obligated to be in. He's already said he's not doing it, and he's going to lose out on money. You Just can't you can't compete. let live golfers on your tour whenever you they're can, they're competing against you. You, you can let them you do and, whatever you can let them do whatever you want. You're no, the sore. No, you can't. No, you can't. It's, you're just you, so, you, you don't let the competitors do that in any in any business model. Right? You just you just don't do that. But to, to say that this was such a big deal, like this was such a great story. Okay, three out of the five, three out of the top five uh, there were live golfers. Mickelson, multi-time green jacket winner, Kepka, four-time major winner, Jordan Reed, or um Patrick, Patrick Reed. Reed, yeah. Patrick Reed. Former Masters winner, so these are good golfers. This isn't like some upstart organization that invaded the PGA and and got in, you know, made this statement. There's no statement. These are guys are guys are supposed to be at the top. They just chose to go on and play some other half-ass tour. And oh, oh here it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Right there. Half-ass tour. Hey, I tell you what. If if it's gonna get to this point, damn it. If WCW. Versus the NWO could happen, and if the invasion and the <laughs> was, WWE could happen, I'm like, you know what? Even though you tell me WWE versus AEW, or do, just having both programs, not necessarily pitting against each other, it just elevates the sport of wrestling, just like it elevates the sport of golf, just like the XFL elevates the um, NFL. 
they're going to make rule changes because of the XFL. X, uh, okay. XFL is the playing ground for it. And he hates, he, hates, he hates to hear that. But it's innovative. It's wonderful. It's great for the sport. All yeah. right. It's right. awesome. All right. Move it's right. awesome. Next week, I'm going to watch a PGA event, and them dudes ain't going to be there. Why? Because they chose to split. So, And, and just because PJ's Stubborn is not going to be just. It's not going to be as good as golf. It could be better golf, but it it's won't be it's it's you... it's fine. It's fine. All right, moving right <laughs> along. Let's go ahead it's and fine. hop. Let's go ahead and talk about these here NBA playoffs. Um, because I'm hoping that Scotty D won't be Rudy Gobert and B Live won't be the Anderson kid, and ain't nobody throwing no punches. I'm not going to be that dumb kid that punched the wall in the hallway. Okay, the wall don't punch back. The wall. Uh, allow me. Uh, allow me. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Here we go. There uh, allow me. There it is. Has, has Correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong. Money Didn't Minnesota in, in a move highly criticized by me give up four number one picks and a protected pick or pick swap, basically five number one picks for Rudy Gobert. And I made this face when they did it in the first place <laughs> for Rudy Gobert to get him to the promised land. And they're trying to get in. Now, all he did was achieve a play-in game, and he can't play in it because in the last game of the season, he punches a teammate while some other clown breaks his hand punching a wall. This is what you give up all those picks for, for this? They could have done this. They could have got to the play-in round without Rudy Gobert. Come on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is this, And I, I was going to allude to that because this is a hot mess. Man, oh man! You and they're playing the Lakers. Just, they're playing, playing the Lakers. Lakers. Who are suddenly fact. good? They're good now. <laughs> they're the, that's a de facto win. And man, oh man! The, Tuesday, as this is being released, Tuesday is the play-in tournament. And fellas, we got some very intriguing matchups. Intriguing matchups, to say the least. Like once again, the um, play-in tournament allows some under five hundred teams to make it. But it, it is what it is. You got the Lakers versus the Timberwolves. You got the New Orleans Pelicans against the OKC Thunder. What's that going? Gil- G- that, that that hyphenated dude, Gilgis Shea, Alexander. Shea, Shea Gil- Gilgis yeah. Alexander, SGA, Mister Thirty Points a Clip. Yeah, man, oh man, bad. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be interesting because whoever wins against the Lakers and Timberwolves will face those upstart Memphis. Can you imagine? Memphis versus Minnesota. To just see, because there'll be like no defense. It'd be just scoring I, I, on I top gotta, of scoring. I gotta believe you, the Lakers are winning, right? It, it's gonna be Lakers. Four, yeah, I just, I know, I know, I just want, but, but, but he want, he want that action from oh, Memphis. He, he, he want, he yeah, want to run it back from Memphis. But, but you will have some star power, LeBron James versus John Morant, the newly um invented John Morant. Putting all that stuff behind him, he's been playing good basketball since he's gotten back. Good for then him. Then you got you got the Pelicans versus the Thunder. The winner of that game will face the loser of the Lakers. Tim was the loser of the Pelicans. Thunder will be going to the house on the other side in the Eastern Conference. Got the Miami Heat. The Heat, you in mind you, the Miami Heat won their division, <laughs> but they're in the play-in. They're wow. going against they're going against the Atlanta Hawks, and then you got the Toronto Raptors going against the Chicago Bulls. 
I'm not cool. excited for that at all. I'm not. I'm not excited about that. Yeah, you're not excited. Oh, now you don't want to play. Not. In not. not for, no, I'm not excited about the Bulls game. That that Bulls and Raps. I'm not excited about that. <laughs> mm. here, here, here's what. Let me just skip all that opening round on and tell you what intrigues me. Yeah, I got. Go I, I got a feel for the Sacramento Kings. This is a franchise that used to be outstanding, but could never get quite over that Lakers hump. And then they've had a playoff drought of what, 15 years? They haven't been to the playoffs in 15 years. 16. And now they're a young, 16 years. They're a young, exciting team. And who do they draw in the first round? Who do they got? They got the Golden State. Golden State. They got Golden State. And they're going to lose. They're going to the, lose. The ridiculously hot goal. Did you see what Golden State did? The last game of the season to make sure that they did not end up in the in the play in tournament. They scored oh, yeah. fifty five points in their first quarter. I think they're playing it. Um, they're playing Portland. Of course, Portland benched everybody. They, they said they're they're done. Yeah, they just yeah. But just... the but the score fifty five points in the first quarter, hundred and fifty seven points total. They wanted to make sure that they, they were like, hey, hey, just let y'all know. Y'all may think we're not that good on the road, but we are still the reigning, defending national champions. And, man, oh, man, Sacramento better learn how to play just the slightest bit of defense because I don't think they want to go up in a – I don't think they want to go up in a scoring contest against the Golden State Warriors. Rehearsal's over, baby. The light just came on for the Right. Rehearsal is over. I mean, all they had to do is get into the tournament. I like the – you know, and Scotty D, I want to do this. I'm glad that you mentioned that, that intriguing matchup. That um, my intriguing matchup is just because I like, I, I I like just a little bit of like forbearance or like for foresight in this matter. And I do watch some of the talking heads in the AM. I do watch First Take. I do watch Get Up. I do watch Skip and Shannon. I watch First Things First. I watch all of those. Someone's biggest fears may come to fruition. Oh, and I can't wait to see this matchup. I can't wait to see Donovan Mitchell and the yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers go against yep. the New the York Knicks, Knicks because <laughs> Stephen A. Smith has been saying for years that <laughs> they should have picked up Donovan Mitchell. The Knicks should have picked up Donovan Mitchell. And now Donovan Mitchell will be in a premier spot to eliminate the Knicks. And I would love to see the blow up <laughs> when, when it happens, if it happens. I'm going to be watching that one more than anything. But, man, it, do this. You, you're going to have the Brooklyn Nets without all of their stars and now <laughs> sitting in <at> sixth. <laughs> What what are they gonna do against the 76ers? It's gonna be interesting. Lose. Do you think anybody's stopping Milwaukee or Boston in, in the East? I, I think it's gotta come down to them too, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if Philly is going to do it, they have to do it this year because they have not gotten past the second round. They gotta beat somebody. They gotta they gotta they gotta get into that Eastern Conference final. But here, here's something that, that, that to me that's perhaps the most interesting team out of all this is a team that didn't make it, and that's the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, this boy. is a team that was in the Western Conference Finals a year ago. Oh, they were just a couple wins away from playing for the chip. 
earlier this year, when they were what seven games over five hundred, they said we're going for it. We're getting Kyrie. They bring in Kyrie, and in the last game of the season, they tank on purpose. They yeah. sit everybody. They stay tanked on purpose, and everyone says, "Oh, you can't tank in the NBA anymore." We got playing games, all that. They had a chance to play themselves in. Now, they didn't tank the season before because they went on in to get Kyrie. I mean, so they obviously were were thinking he's going to spark our team, and we're he might be the missing piece, and we're going to be back in that <laughs> championship position again. But they tank they tanked on purpose the last night. They even. Admitted it. Jason Kidd said this was an order from above. This wasn't even my decision. They played Luca because it was Slovenia night or something like that, which is unbelievable. He in the only last played, night, he last only, night of the season. He played. He a only played yeah. the first quarter. Yeah, he, he, he made an appearance because people from is that, is that where he is? Slovenia? What are you, like he came to well, watch him. Yeah, he from he from somewhere well, over, over there. there, over there somewhere. Yeah, he from <laughs> yeah. somewhere. But why wouldn't you have that game like earlier? Because if there. Chances are coming into this game at the beginning of the season, you would thought that last game of the season might not matter, and we would rest Luca on that night. I mean, you would you would assume Dallas was going to be better than this, but they they tanked it, man. And and you know why they tanked it? Did you hear this? The reason they did this? Why was that? The protected what well, the, the protected, protected pick. Yeah, there. This is payback for Christoph Porzingis. So if they made that tournament, they would have been picking eleventh or higher, and they would lose the pick. And they're up against the cap, and they can't get anybody new unless they keep that top ten pick. And what? How many top ten picks are going to turn your pick ten's not turning this team back into the? Uh, they're not setting sail the correct course next year because they get pick pick ten next year. I, this is a mess, man. This is and they're and they're, and they're under an investigation again by the, the NBA. How long is this investigation <laughs> going to take? They already kind of said we're. They, they already said. Jason Kidd said, "This uh, this is orders from the higher ups. We're, we're resting guys on so, night eighty two. Uh, they were still in. They were crazy. still in. They was. I mean, not they weren't. They weren't in, but they still had a chance. I'm like, they didn't oh, want what? in. Dude, wow. Hey, they may not have got in anyway. They might have played everybody. And still not. Still not got in. But I think, and I didn't see this game, but I think they had like a fifteen point lead or something that they blew. And whoever they played, I don't know. Had had a chance." They had a chance to to win this game at the end of the game. I, I don't know. It's what a what a mess. What a, hell, hell, what a hell, mess. Hell, hell, that's the case. You don't need to be in the playoffs any damn way. You're gonna blow a 15 point game on the last day of the season. They, you need to get in. They, nah, they, uh, they, uh, they don't good. want. They didn't want in. They didn't no, want I, I, in. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't. But it was it was clear as day. It was clear as day that they that Jason Kidd or Mark Cuban, whoever made the call, didn't believe that this team was going to win at all. Right. So said, yeah. Screw it. Which is We'd rather have a, rather have a couple but days you, off. You're not, a, not allowed to do that. <laughs> but Mark Cuban said, "All right, I'll just sign another. I'll just sign another check to the NBA." And but yeah. shoot, they they mess around and take a draft pick away from him anyway. Yeah. Man, I, if that happens, I guarantee you, I'm just going to take my phone. Um, whenever it happens, I'm just going to um give myself. I'm put myself in selfie position. And I'm going to film myself laughing my entire ass off. I'm a pretty big dude. So oh, that's a I'm big laugh. To, that's a big that's laugh. A, I would laugh my if they did all of this and end up losing that draft pick because of them tanking. Where where is Porzingis, by the way? Is he still on the team? No, he's in, ah. he's in Washington. Oh yeah, is he? 
Yeah, he he's somewhere else. He's he's oh, what somewhere a, what else. What a mess. What a yeah. what an a hot mess. Yeah, and, da- Dallas is just a mess. But move right along, fellas. Let's go ahead and talk about the UFC real quick, Scotty D. Uh, I, I saw some. Be live, you didn't see much. Scotty D probably saw all of it. Scotty D, give me some, give me some takeaways from UFC, buddy. Oh man, that was one of the most exciting things I've ever seen in UFC. The Israel Adesanya regaining his middleweight championship against Michael Pereira. Now, if you don't know much about this, the history with this, Israel Adesanya, before going into the UFC, was in kickboxing, and Pereira was his big rival there. And the first time they fought, Pereira won, I believe it was the decision. And the second time, Adesanya nearly knocked the guy out before the end of the, I think, the first round, only to himself get knocked out by Pereira in a later round. So he was actually controversial loss the first time, Second time was winning and lost. And then this guy eventually was watching Adesanya dominate the UFC and decided he was going to try MMA. And he comes in and he looks like a destroyer. And he got fast-tracked to the championship match with Adesanya. And Adesanya was was schooling him in the first fight, winning the first four rounds, only to get knocked out in the fifth round. Very similar to what happened to him in the kickboxing. So Adesanya, the, being the warrior, said, I want this rematch as quick as possible. I know I made mistakes. And he came in in this fight. First round was a little bit non was pretty nondescript. Adesanya probably won it with a little bit more activity, but this guy was beating his legs with hard leg kicks, which was a successful tactic in the first fight. And in the second round, Adesanya saw an opening where he allowed him to get pushed back to the cage, play a little possum, and then, boom, two overhand rights, and one for good measure on the ground, and it was lights out, and it was the it was pandemonium. I mean, the roof came off the place down there in Miami. It was so exciting because it was redemption for Adesanya, who I think is a highly intelligent fighter, very exciting fighter, very likable fighter because he's busy, he fights three times a year, he he carries the uh, the torch for UFC pretty well, and I, I just I, I was rooting for him and to see him overcome. The one guy, his big demon, that was really, really exciting. Eddie, you said you were watching it as well. Did you see it? Yeah, I was watching it, man. Uh, my favorite part of the fight, because we were sitting there. I was like, okay, well, he lost that round. Well, he going to lose it. All right, what you going to do? So finally he got in there. Like you said, he got him up, got him up against the, uh, got him up against the cage. As soon as he saw his opening, he clubbed him one good time. And like you said, he hit him one good time. And on the ground, hit him for, uh, for good measure. And then he hit him with his own celebration hit him with his own bow and <laughs> yeah. arrow and then the third time I was like yeah and i was like wow and um yeah yeah just, just his emotions the, came running through yeah just to know the backstory behind it man was good man um israel adesanya man the last style bender the dude is yeah. back go ahead be i got live. a question i got a question because I did, I did not get it i i saw Twitter absolutely explode after this match, and then, mm-hmm. and I can I definitely see why and everything. I have a question outside of this match, though. Jorge Masvidal has he done anything outside of that high knee? He had a great year in 2019. Mm-hmm. He beat Darren Till, who was a very skilled fighter, very tough competitor. He threw that knee. That was the that was the life changer. And then later the year he had the BMF fight with Nate Diaz in which he won. And I don't think he's won since. He's lost to Kamaru Usman twice. He lost to uh Colby Covington once. And then he lost um this fight um on on Saturday night to um Gilbert Burns. To Gilbert Burns, yeah. 
And and that was not a surprise because Gilbert Burns, I think, at this point is superior. And Masvidal said as much afterwards. He said, this is kind of like whenever you watch one of your favorite NBA players towards the end of his career, he doesn't quite make have the shots anymore. Or your quarterback loses arm strength. He said, this is pretty – he said, I just don't feel like I have this what I used to have in here. So he, he all but announced his retirement. He didn't come right out and say, but pretty much – He's that I think that's going to be it. And he's done well for himself beyond fighting. Right. And he actually has his own boxing promotion. I believe now the the, uh, the, um, what's it called? The, um, the game bread. Yeah. Promotions game bread. That's his nickname. Game bread promotions. They had, uh, they had the fight last week, actually, if I'm not mistaken, the Roy Jones jr. Fight the debacle with Roy Jones jr. Yeah. He, he, had, oh. he fought, Love. He fought uh, Anthony Showtime Pettis last week in a, one of those oh, cross promotion fights. But, <laughs> we completely bypassed that. I was like, yeah, I, I, we I talked about it a few months. And like, I watch, I watch as much as I can, but even I didn't <laughs> didn't watch that one. Hey, so so Scotty D, what would uh, Greg Olson have to say about that fight with Roy Jones and uh, the other guy? What would Greg Olson have to say about it? Yeah, even I didn't watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Greg Olson, yeah, I, I, this is this is we we we're doing this every week now. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm on your side. I, I'm I'm on your side, Olson. I I am disappointed in my fellow Panther. I don't even know what's going on. Okay? I mean, I, I mean, it's silly as hell. I mean, I mean, just ask. Just, I mean, I mean, just ask Greg Olson. I mean, Greg Olson, what you think about the fight? What what you got to tell us, Greg? <laughs> I. Yeah, even I didn't care about that fight. I don't think anybody did. It was just really not <laughs> worth watching at all. Yeah, Bilal, like you said, Twitter, everything was blown. I was on Twitter. I was like, I was on Twitter. I was on Instagram. I just put my phone down and grabbed my boybin, and I was good to go. But, fellas, huh. as, I, as I look at my cell phone, because I have yet to get a watch. Kids, don't play with your watches in the water. Guess what time it is? What time is it? What's, what's going on? What's happening? What's oh, I'm glad you asked. It is time once again for our favorite portion of the show, The Choices of the Voices. And with that being said, hey, old button, hit it. Choices of the Voices coming up after this. And now our favorite part of the show, The Choices of the Voices. Once again, thank you to the wonderful land, Scotty D. Watch your ears. Ever so lovely. Miss Button for introducing our favorite portion of the show. You guessed it, the choices of the voices. We ask you the question. You give us the answer. And uh, depend on how you answer this question depends on our response. So don't get mad. It's all good, clean, fun. Scotty D. What's on tap for this week's choices of the voices? All right. This week we asked what sports venue would like to visit that you have not yet been to. And I said, if you'd like to throw one in that you actually have been to, you'd like to share that with us. That that would be cool too. But mostly we were just looking to see a place you'd like to go see a sporting event that you have not made it to yet. Eddie cool. Some of these responses were okay. Some of these were a little bit wick, wick, whack. Yep, just throw it out there real quick. Um, SummerSlam is going to be in Detroit. Just to just to throw that out there, fellas. Live softball, SummerSlam, Detroit. All right, so here we go. We got beautiful Detroit. Beautiful Detroit. Beautiful yes. Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you Summer. go to yeah summertime. Yeah. yeah. Unless you go to you know never mind never mind. We love you, Detroit. We really do. 
All right. Uh, all right, Trey Dizzle. We can huh? say whatever we want. Nobody's listening in Detroit. We can say whatever we want about them. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Trey Dizzle, go ahead. Detroit, tr- Detroit treated us very well. We're not. Gonna, we're not going to. They, they treated us very well. <laughs> no, they, yeah, they, yeah, they treat. They treat us real well. I'm not going to lie to you. All right, Trey Dizzle. He said anywhere that Prescott isn't playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I, you know what, Trey? I, I don't normally do this. I. I I usually go for your shenanigans, but I, I, you're usually way more creative than this. I, I would have like at least he must have been maybe, in a hurry. Yeah. He must have been in a hurry or something. Like I would have figured he said, um, "I would like to visit the hospital where." <laughs> yeah, yeah some foolishness. Like, some foolishness. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, hey, if we don't let you with, if we're gonna let you bring the shenanigans, I'm gonna need a little bit more creativity from you. So therefore. Trey Dizzle, two minutes, penalty box. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, you know what? Trey Dizzle ain't got no time for this, man, because I think he got a brand new whip. So, I mean, you know, he was like, you know, while he whipping the main streets of Ori County, let me go ahead and type this right quick because I got stuff to do. All right. <laughs> All right. We got Jason Weisberg. He said, PNC Park, uh, PNC Park is one of the best places to watch Major League Baseball. Coors Field does give does have a great view of the Colorado Rockies. So, he picked two for one. He said, PNC and Coors Field. I'd like to go to Coors. Oh, yeah. yeah. PNC Field. PNC Park. Oh, PNC Park, yeah. Pirates? Yeah. yeah. They can't afford to pay their players. Why would anybody want to go to... <laughs> it is beautiful there, though. It's a great nice. place to go see, a, to go see some minor league baseball. <laughs> hey, man, I'm sad about O'Neill Cruz, man. Oh. Uh, uh. I'm going to opine a little bit on that later, too, yeah. All right, moving right along. We got Leslie Cox. She says, so many. Augusta National, Paycom Center to see my Thunder at home, and Cameron Indoor. Blessed to see my teams play uh, on, on away lo- uh, locales. Uh, let's see. Would love to have them on their home turf. Having experienced it myself, I'll tell everyone they need to experience AT&T Stadium at least once. And she leaves a heart signed by that as well, too. Oh, let me let me just a quick tear because we 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 tried to make arrangements for the three of us to go to AT and T Stadium, and it just the stars didn't align at that moment of time, but they, it will happen one day. Yeah, we went to Heinz cool. instead, right? Yeah, we went to Heinz Field. We did go. To, we we went to Heinz Field. We went to Heinz. <laughs> We All right, what 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 was it named now? <laughs> Asper Sturgeon Detergent Field. Yeah, Abercrombie and Fitch Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the 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 big mustard bottle by the by the yeah. yeah. Acrisure. Yeah. Acu- acupuncture. Acupuncture Stadium. <laughs> acupuncture Hashkabishka. All right, moving right along. We got Tom Wynn. He said when wherever the Browns play in the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that same place um, that we're going to visit also has some unicorns and some rainbows. Um, no, no, no. Be live. Remember, <laughs> their quarterback is guaranteed money, so they are guaranteed a Super Bowl appearance. Have we learned nothing? <laughs> we, we 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 learned something. That's a guaranteed ass lie. That's what the <laughs> thing about it is, is that it's it still hurts me to this day. 
that that's my boy. Like, that's my dude. Like, I'm one of the biggest Deshaun Watson fans, but come on. Come on, Cleveland Browns. Have some. What are you doing? Oh, it's going to be a minute. It's going to be a minute. It's going to be a long, long time. I hope you get to see it one day. Uh, but, um, ooh, I mean, if you just so happen to see um, the precursor to bacon just floating through the sky, then, I mean. <laughs> you, you get it? The precursor to bacon when. When pigs, when pigs fly, fly. Fly. Yeah. <laughs> I want my baby back. Oh, I ain't gonna pay for that. All right, so Craig Burns, he says, I want to go to the newly renovated Beast Ninja in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, baby. I saw it with my own eyes this past weekend. It is a, it is a cool sight to see, man. All I mean, right. It have is he, a legit obstacle course. Have, have we sent an invoice because he thinks he's getting free advertising? By <laughs> putting it in as the choice of the voices answer, <laughs> we do have, but we do have sponsorship slots, do we? No, but he he no, that's he. That's nah. not his gym. It's not, his his son, yeah, does the ninja stuff. But that's not their gym. That's uh, my buddy in Myrtle Beach's gym. Craig's from that, Boston. <laughs> so he's plug. He's giving. He's giving us. He's, a, he's plug. Yeah. Yeah, hey, hey. plug giving him a plug. Oh, absolutely. Hey, but no, but, we you know we definitely endorse Beast Ninja. Yeah. Um out the I would like to see the facility. I don't think I'm in a um physical shape to um <laughs> explore all of the things that they have there, but it'd be interesting. It's, it's, cool. You want, you know what? it's cool. I'm gonna get in shape. No, I'm gonna get in shape. I'm not gonna be this fat forever. I, it, it, yes, it's gonna happen. We're gonna have us yes. Go, we, yes, we gonna, you are. We're gonna have us a sports bros challenge. How about that? We're gonna have us a yes. sports bros challenge and invite everybody to, to join us. All right. Craig Burns also adds, um, great gym. That was um, Tom. Tom Wynn actually said that he commented on there. Okay. I, I left it in there just okay. because gotcha. it's funny to me. All right. But but Tom Wynn added, he said, Great gym, but the spandex and yoga pants and extravaganza across the street is something to behold. <laughs> <laughs> you know what across, you, you know what across the street is? What's it's Planet street? Fit Planet Fitness. <laughs> that's knew, that's what I'm talking about. I, I left that right there because I knew I was gonna get a good one. I knew yeah. I was gonna get a good one. Hey, Plan, he evidently he likes looking at this the, the spandex pants over Planet Fitness. That's what he's getting at. Tom Tom Wynn pull up in the uh pull up in the parking lot wearing gym clothes, but just opposition <laughs> op, just opting to sit in the car. Oh boy, look at that guy. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> oh, they're breaking a sweat looking at that girl. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Our Hall of Famer, Uncle Max, he said, really want to attend an Army versus Navy football game for the entire experience. Yeah, that would be cool. What what stadiums at NB Live? Where do they have? Where do they where do they um, play those games? This um, well, they they change venues each year. This year is actually going to be. Where the Patriots play is going to be in Massachusetts. It's going to be oh. in um, what? What's the name of that stadium there? Um, Fox, Foxborough, the big razor blade, Foxborough, Gillette Stadium, Foxborough. Yes, mm. that's where the Army Navy game is going to be at in twenty twenty three. Uncle Max, I'm on. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a solid. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try my best because I want you to see it because I've had the luxury of being at two of them. And it literally is above and beyond an experience to see. Like the, the whole thing, I've had a chance to be a part of it 
then I would, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to make an effort. I'm going to see if we can work something out to get you to an army Navy game for the, um, for you. I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can work out some connects. I, I may still know a couple people. Maybe. I don't know. I, th- I think it's it'd be on. cool. I, I'd, I'd like to see it too. I, well, at least I think it'd be cool to be there at the beginning for the spectacle of the, the game and all that. And, the pageantry of it and then to watch oh, yeah. 85 handoffs after that <laughs> do, do not do not do, do you go see six passes and 85 handoffs i'm so sick of you what why do you do this what are, what are you doing true. Hey, Scotty, it's what are, true Scotty, what are they doing are they running a wing tee like in high school <laughs> yeah they're running the and, and, they, and, they, and they go eddie cool there you go with their whole signing Eddie Cool, you pulling guard. Yeah. You know you ain't got good credit, and you over here co-signing with this dude. Yep. Stop, stop it. I'm so two hundred pound pulling guard, hundred eighty five pound left tackle. Wide, yeah. right, wide right sprint <laughs> to left. Wide yeah. right sprint to sorry, left. sorry we have sorry we have to run a mile and a half in ten minutes thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, we don't we don't get exemptions like the Air Force Academy gives out to. Yes, I said exactly watch, what I, I would said. Rather watch it than XFL. I give you that. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! They, 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 they go throwing jabs again. You know, I would. Uh, I would. I'd rather watch Army Navy than XFL. All right, so shout I'd out. Ra- to- I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch XFL than watch the Cowboys. Um, not make it every single year, but I'll have all these. No, expectations. no, you, no you would. No, you would. Yeah, I. I no, you wouldn't. All right, let, what else we got, Eddie? Cool. Are, right. we, are we done? Yeah, shout. Yeah, are you done? Yeah, shout out to Trey Dizzle, uh, Jason Weisberg, Leslie Cox, Tom Wynn, Craig Burns. Uh, Tom Wynn's hella fab response. It was funny as all outdoors because he's sitting in the gym with some um, 1976 gym shorts on and the socks with the colored high high socks with the, that come up to the calves with the colored rings around them and the turned up chucks. Watch some girls playing the fitness and Uncle Max. Our Hall of Famer for their contribution to this week's choices of the voices. Be live. Where you want to go? Well, I mean, it was pictured. It's obvious. We, we just got off of match. I mean, Augusta National. I'm just going, that's the obvious answer. Now, to go a little outside of the box, because you, you would think this is something simple, but it isn't. And it's expensive. And I need a sponsor. And Panthers play there every year. Man, I want to go. I want to go to Atlanta. I want to see that roof. I just like. I want to go in there and see that Chick Fil A is closed during the football game for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I man, that is like. I want. I want. I really want to go see a game. It's not bucket list. I know I'm going to eventually go there, and God willing, allow me to live through this life, whatnot. One other, I'm going to sneak in there that not anybody's really going to answer, but it's just a historical impact. And the fact that um, I'm going to go ahead and call it out there because um, my sister stays very close to there, and so I'll have a free place to stay. I want to see the U.S. Open in tennis at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Okay. That would be cool. Okay. That'd be really I cool. would, because I went out, from everything I've heard, like the, enti- the entire city, like transforms because it's it, a is star studded is i mean you get to see tennis and of course 
seeing tennis is like, who'd want to see that? But it's 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 one of those premier events, and just see. Yeah. Uh, I would love I would love to see that. I mean, we may have just missed the um the the Williams sisters, so I mean, we'll be just a whole another group of batch of players that I don't really know anything about. But still, Arthur. But I think I think B Lab to your point. I think it uh, it would be cool to see t- pro tennis live because on TV it's it's just so expected that they're good. But I think it would be cool to see that. With your own eyes, you know, the speed of the ball and, and the movement and all that. I think that would be a, a cool live event to see. I think that's a great, yeah. a great answer. So, yeah, I, I, want to, I want to throw that out there. I want to go with – which one? okay, let me put this also there. Which one is it? Um, okay, Mercedes-Benz Superdome is New Orleans. Yep. Mercedes-Benz Stadium is Atlanta. Yep. I'm going to need them to figure that all out. Yeah, that's then, too close. That's too close. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why I have to like. Which one is it again? Stadium is Atlanta. Superdome is, and I think it's no longer Mercedes Benz. Actually, I lied. It's Caesar Superdome. Yeah, and uh, it, they did change. Okay, that makes it easier. I just thought about that too as well. Um, one place, that. one place I'm not going to go because it just sounds silly. It's always going to be the Staples Center in LA. What's this Crypto.com mess? Who? Crypto.com. The cap- yeah, they, yeah, that's right. The Capcom <laughs> BottleCaps.com stadium. Yeah, I'm, I don't I'm think a- I want to go there anymore either. I wanted to go to Staples Center. And I don't know. I think I want to go to the crypto place. <laughs> oh, crypto. But I, I digress. Um, what, what say you, fellas? Where, 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 where do you want to go? Hmm. I, I would like to see um, for for. NBA and NHL and like any kind of like combat, but I'd like to go to Madison Square Garden just because I've never been there. I've been to the outside of it and walked around, but I didn't see an event in there. Um, for football, I would love to go to Lambeau. I've been to the, the Cowboy Stadium. I've been to Jerry World, which is very impressive. But Lambeau is a historic place. But, you know, I know uh, Chicago is, I think, maybe older, but something about Lambeau just to me, I think it'd be cool to see, especially if Aaron Rodgers isn't playing there anymore. It'd be nice to get rid of him. Um, <laughs> for ba- baseball, I'd love to go to Fenway, and I actually have that tentatively planned uh, in June. Uh, I'm going up there, I think, with a buddy to see Yankee Sox in June. So can check that one off. Yeah. I did. I was at Wrigley, and that was a really cool experience a few years ago ah, to see Wrigley right. Field with with your own eyes. And like you said, Augusta. And as much as I would love to see Augusta, I'd love. I would love to go down there. I, to me, I have told you guys before. I've always dreamt of going out to Pebble Beach. I've always wanted to see that golf course out in out in the West Coast. I think that'd be cool. So, there's a couple. And and uh, was a T N Cox Leslie Cox mentioned um, going to see the Cameron Crazies. I, that would be cool. I hadn't thought of that one, but oh, I, Cam- I, I, Cameron I like Indoor. Go, yeah, I'd like to go to the Cameron oh, and the Chapel Hill. I'd like to see either of those college college basketball venues. Oh, college football. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'd like to go to the Michigan. I'd love to see a, a, ah, go to that stadium. House. I'd love to go to the big house, yeah, sometimes. So, what about you, Eddie? Cool, B Live. Didn't we pass by Pebble Beach at one time? We was in California. You know what? Yeah, we did. We did because we were we were traveling down to one. We 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 took we took the scenic route going down to one. I believe yeah. so. Yeah, I know we I know we passed by like the hills and all that stuff and saw mm. those ridiculously twenty, thirty, forty million dollar houses. We yeah we. We 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 um we took a trip to L.A. for a day, and I said, man, we got 
We got to go on the one. We got to go on the Pacific Coast Highway. PCH, baby. PCH. That's, that's what. The, that's what the best piece of driving. Yo. Oh my God. You're just. Oh. I, for, I forgot. Like the biggest one of them all, Old Trafford, the Theater of Dreams, where Manchester United plays. How could I forget that one? I would love to go see some live soccer at the Theater of Dreams. Okay, Eddie Cool. Now, now it's your turn. No, no, oh, oh, hold the hell up. <laughs> no, no, we're not, no, no, we're not going to. What we're not going to do is go there. You're right. We're not going there. Yeah, we're not going. There. Okay, if you're gonna go anywhere, we're going to Anfield, baby. Liverpool, baby. Come on, let's not. Let's yeah, not, let's that let's, one let's, too. Yeah. So <laughs> every week. Eddie Cole, where do you want to go? Episode one ninety nine. I'm going straight to out, Eddie Cole. Straight this out. Two hundred. Two hundred. I I got a, I got a few I want to go to. Um, matter of fact, I had an opportunity to go to a few of these, but I didn't. Uh, number one, I really want to go to Fenway, uh, and I think I can get there because I when I lived in New Hampshire, I know some people that lived in a certain part of New Hampshire that moved down to that area. So Fenway is one. I got to go to Jerry World. I just got to just go in there, just look up and see some things. Um, that's a gimme. Jerry World is a gimme. Uh, let's see what is a another one. Wrigley Field. Yep, Wrigley Field. Um, Augusta National just to get a six dollar pimento cheese sandwich. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to that menu. I like that menu. Uh, what's another one? Um, the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans because it's just the damn Superdome and you got to see it. And of course, Madison Square Garden. Reese, Reese, you told me you should work there. What's happening, buddy? Yeah, see if you can oh, get us some. Oh, 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 yeah. See, see if you get us a connection some, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get us some Madison Square Garden. He said he used to work there. So, I mean, you know, we we going to see. We going to mm. see. We going to see. We <laughs> yes, sir. See. Hey, Reese, we're out. Reaching out to you, brother. That would be nice. I'm going to throw in this little um, honorable mention um, TPC Sawgrass. I would love 17th hole. I would love to see, just be. I've I would like to be part of. You been there? Yeah, and sitting on seventeen. To, if I had to do it again, I probably would spend the whole day there because I was there for <laughs> for quite. I wanted to see the golf course when we walked around it, but seventeen was cool. It's kind of like being in like a little mini stadium where the it's all set. Everyone's like sitting on the hillside and looking down. It, it it's electric. Yeah, that was. Cool. I'm just I'm just there for tragedy. Sploosh. Yeah. Sploosh. <laughs> the island. Oh man. And so yeah, that I definitely I definitely want to throw that. I would um and couple um uh, what was I about to say bucket list. I like three and one. I I wasn't lying about Anfield going to a Liverpool game, but Wembley Stadium, AEW. Oh I just want to throw that plug out there. That that would be nice to go to as well. Yeah, it's such, I've been, such a long plane ride though. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, that's a I've, long plane ride. Just, ah. I have been like I've been <laughs> past. I, I, I rode past. I rode past Barclays in Brooklyn. That was really nice. On the outside, it was really nice. So I would love to see what it looks like on the inside. Being in um, that said, but then I mean they don't have any basketball players there left, so ugh, that's gonna be tough. So. Man, this was a good question. This was a good question. Yeah. Great question. Maybe, 
Maybe this summer, Eddie, I'll shoot over and see a game at the what's the what's the uh, Guardian Stadium now called? It used to be uh, Field. Progressive, but, progressive, progressive. Yeah. Yep. Whenever you do, just let me know. Just let me know. Uh, be, okay. Be live. You coming to? Be live. You coming to? All right. Okay. Well, let's let's do it. Let's do it. I'm yeah, here for it. Scotty D, what's on tap for next week's choices of the voices? All right. A uh, special question for a special episode. Out of B Live and Eddie Cool, who is your second favorite sports bro? Between B Live and Eddie Cool, who is your second favorite sports bro? And that'll give us something to talk about next week. Why do, why do we even allow him to do that? Ain't silliness? The damn <laughs> question. That ain't what we discussed. <laughs> we hell no, you bet you. You just oh, we're second fiddle rank to you. Them, rank them doing? in order, second and third between B Live and Eddie Cool. The, 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 the between second and third, is, not one and yeah. two. No, no, what we're, what we're not gonna do since he since he ain't gonna he ain't gonna act right. The question that he wanted to ask, the question that we're going to ask is, who do you have winning it all in the NBA playoffs? Since ah, he, good question. That 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 that's we'll what that's what that. we're gonna that's what we're gonna do because there ain't no way we're gonna just concede and say that Scotty D is the is your favorite personality. We thought we talked about that, but the way he worded it is just wrong. We, this is not a popularity contest. We are three. We are three bros. By the fan, photo fan, we're all in it together. That's we right. got to have one. We cannot have one without the other. We've tried this solo dolo, and two of us. It just don't fit right. It's got to be all three of us. Got to you. Got to have the. You got to have the forehead of um um creative. You got to have him. You got you got to have you got you got to have the read you got to have the readers on got to have the readers on and of course you get your boy <laughs> and, and all my sound a, effects yes a, spe- a special treat for our listeners <laughs> next week I think we might have this episode with me going solo it might just be me next week just just as a the, special special the, treat. the the hopes we are in hopes that next week for our two hundredth episode that we would have our very own Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Uncle Max on the show with us to make it yep. extra special. He's been with us. He's a one from day one. Yep. We'd okay. love to have you on the show. So we gotta we gotta work out the scheduling situationals and whatnots. Oh, there- artist episode two hundred next week. You hear that? Two hundred coming right at you. Hundred. All right, that's been it for this week's choice of the voices. Come back for that next week. Coming up next, around the pepper. Ain't nobody sneezing. But the pollen is flying. We'll be right back. Okay, boys, let's bring it home with a round of pepper. Well, you heard a woman. It's time for us to go home and get what I call the hell up out of here. But before we go... Around the pepper, you know how we do it. Three topics, rapid fire style, kind of sort of not really here to engage, enlighten, educate, and entertain. The four E's in no particular order. With that being said, I will go first. On this day in history, back in 1996, the Detroit Red Wings become the second team in NHL history to win 60 games. Most recently, the Tampa Bay Lightning did that, and this season the sole record holder of the most games won in the history of the NHL regular season, go to the Boston Bruins, and they win uh, 63 games this season. They're going to play all this hard hockey, and you know what happened the last time somebody won 60 games over the years? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they didn't do very good. 
No, didn't know. When <laughs> <laughs> we the brooms brought brought out for good lord, yeah. it was it, it was it was it was ugly. Yeah. Over to you, Scotty D. All right, so um, I want to give a, a kind of sad and good news, bad news, the deal with the Pirates, and you kind of alluded to it already, Eddie Cool. Uh, O'Neill Cruz of the Pirates on Sunday in a collision at home plate fractured his left ankle. He's out indefinitely. Oh, uh, he was off to a good start. This is a this is a kid we were all excited about last year. The the shortstop, he's like seven foot nine, and just just lightning bat speed and a home run power swing. And he yeah you know, he got off to a decent start. He he finished up the season last year. Uh, also going on in Pittsburgh right before that happened, the Buccos actually been winning a couple games. They swept the Red Sox last week and then took two out of three of the White Sox. But a very um, uh, a very heartwarming situation happened in the Pirates home opener on Friday afternoon against Chicago. Andrew McCutcheon stepped to the plate in a Pirates uniform for the first time in years. And he got such an overwhelmingly warm standing of a, such a warm welcome that the, the catcher actually kind of delayed, took a little step out to the pitcher to community. It kind of gave Andrew his McCutcheon his moment. And, and he's usually a pretty stoic guy. And you could just see he was kind of the emotion that, that was brought up with him. And promptly on the first pitch, base hit to right field. It was awesome. It was exciting. Cutchin steps to the plate and gets hit. And then he got picked off of first base. And that's just <laughs> that's just pirate stuff for you. Just pirate, just pirates being pirates for you there. But Oh man! This when within this when there was a little beam of optimism. Uh, O'Neill Cruz down with an injury, and that's it for the Buccos. Be live. All right, this is going to be pretty cut and dry. I'm gonna stick with a little baseball myself because the pitch clock strikes again, <laughs> and it strikes in an amazingly funny fashion because history's already been made because old Tony Shohei. He is the first player to get a pitch clock violation as a pitcher and as a batter in the same game. You you can't write. Was it the same game? Yes, it was. As a pitcher and as a batter, pitch clock violation. He gets a ball in one, gets a strike in the other. Shohei Otani. Eddie Cool, the ball. Hey, just to, just to throw a quick one out on that, they're going to be paying a lot of money for Shohei Otani. Maybe that's why the Angels are not paying this year for their announced team to go to away games. You know, they're still doing their play-by-play from TV monitors. What? Because they are trying to say they say that it's not financially responsible, and, and it, it costs two hundred thousand dollars a year to send to send the announced team to away games, and they're not they're not doing it. So I guess they're saving every nickel for, for Shohei Otani's upcoming contract. So they're gonna what? be so, so they're gonna be sitting at the house, just like you know how everybody did in 2020 during the yeah, COVID season. Yeah, the announced teams yes. didn't get away games. Uh-huh. Yeah, they they oh, gonna they they gonna be sitting at the, they gonna be sitting at the computer with their angel shirts on, and they are gonna be uh-huh. like have a pair of shorts on and draw. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on, bro. Yeah, come on, like yeah. do, do better for real. I'm telling you, I tell you what, that's that's cheapest cheap. Trying to sell your team on having these two lifetime players, once a lifetime players, Otani and Trout, and the announcers can't get watch them play in person unless they're at home. <laughs> wow. They they got they got to stay home the entire uh, season. 
Yeah, they love awful. to go to Seattle. All right, my second pepper point, the beginning of one career and the end of another. In the NBA, Kenny Lofton Jr. Name sounds familiar, but I did my research. Nah, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny and his daddy. His daddy is a man named Kenny from Texas, and his daddy was a serviceman. Uh, shout out to them. All right, so Kenny Lofton Jr., he scored 42 points in his uh, first start for the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, Kenny Lofton Jr. has been a pretty big deal, tearing it up in the G League, and they say, you know what? We're going to go ahead and flip your contract. We're going to bring you up. And, um, yeah, 6'7", big dude, young, can move around real nimble on his feet. Watch out for Kenny Lofton Jr. in the future. And a blast from the past, good old Udonis Haslam. I, at one point, I forgot, he was still even playing in the damn NBA. Um, he scores 24 points in his final in the final game of his 20-plus year career with the Miami Heat. The beginning and the end. It's a beautiful thing to see one sunset go down and another sun start to rise. Over to you, B-Live. No, no, no. I'm going to let Scotty D step in. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why. I don't know why. Over to you, Scotty He's D. Trying to put me. I understand. We don't, we don't... <laughs> Batting out of order. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, this is a kind of a heartwarming story here. Um, uh, an emotional story. But Sam Bennett, as we mentioned earlier, the amateur that played in the Masters, and I think he finished in the top 10 or whatever it was. It was a brilliant performance for the 23-year-old amateur. But evidently, he said that he took up golf to impress his dad, and his dad passed away uh, a few years ago from Alzheimer's. And if if you get a close-up of, of his wrist, you can see he has a tattoo, and it looks like somebody just, like, scribbled like a, like a cheat sheet. But what it is is actually a copy of the last thing his dad ever wrote down, and it says, don't wait to do something. And I guess it took him a long time to be able to write that out, but it was advice that his father was giving his son um, before he, before he passed away. And Ben said, he, he keeps that on his arm. Well, I mean, it's tattooed permanent, but he looks at that, he checks that out and he always says that, that that's going to stick with him. And that meant the world to him because it something reminds him about getting his father's approval. And I just thought that was an incredibly heartwarming story to, um, to see this kid who's coping with the loss of his father, just two years ago in 2021, I believe he passed away and then making such an incredible splash of the master. So wish all the best of luck to that kid. Uh, hope he, hope he comes has a long successful career on the PGA tour. <laughs> Be live over to you. Gotcha. Gotcha. My second pepper point comes from yet another spring football league. And Ooh. I want to I want to make a special announcement to all of our listeners that this on the Sports Bowls podcast will be the exclusive. No, it won't. I just made this up. But we will be the home of all things Fayetteville Mustangs. Fayetteville Mustangs, they travel down to Orlando, play the Amway Center against the Orlando Predators in the National Arena League. Oh. And they win the first game of the season, 68-40. to 40. Three National Arena League football faithful Mustangs. Your boy, the Almighty Be Live. Yes, sir, Eddie Cool. The ball. Faithful Mustangs, that what it is? The Stang. Mustangs. It yes, it's Stang. All right, so here we go. Uh, breaking news, fresh off the presses. And I also did have a third and final pepper point. Uh, report uh, dropped by Joseph Zucker on Twitter slash Beach Report. Cliff Kingsbury, he is back from Thailand doing God knows what to God knows who. Um, he's got a job. He expected to join the USC coaching staff to work with Caleb um, Williams um, and the quarterbacks. 
and for this, and according to the article, for the second time in his coaching career, Cliff Kingsbury is joining the USC staff. The NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reported the former Arizona Cardinals head coach will develop the Trojans quarterbacks, um, a group that includes Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams. I even forgot he won a damn award. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury originally signed on with USC following the 2018 season, but left weeks later to accept the head coaching job for the Arizona Cardinals. Stay tuned. Cliff Kingsbury got another job. He want more money. Full of that Thailand. <laughs> He back. Over you, Scotty D. All right. Did you guys hear about the game between the Chattanooga Lookouts and the Rocket City Trash Pandas? I Have you did, heard about this one? I, I did, but tell the people, Scotty D. Tell them. The Rocket City Trash Pandas threw a no-hitter and lost 7-5. to five. Wow. Now, now, last year, the Buccos lost. or They won a game, but they didn't get a hit. But in this game, in the seventh inning of the first game of a, of a doubleheader, in minor leagues, it was a seven-inning game. The Trash Pandas were leading 3 nothing going into the seventh, and then here's what happened. A walk, a walk, a pop-out, a strikeout, and then another walk, and then, uh-oh, an error, pop-up, dropped in center field, two-run score, then a hit-by-pitch, loads the bases with a 3-3 tie, then another hit-by-pitch, and then another hit-by-pitch, and then a walk, and then a wild pitch, another hit-by-pitch, and a strikeout, and before you know, it was 7-3, to three. Uh, trash pandas did manage to get two more runs, but they lost seven, five, seven, seven runs. Wow. On a no hitter. Wow. That is, a, and it all happened in one inning. That's unbelievable. That's the, that's the beauty of minor league baseball. Be live. Take us home. Oh man. And third and final pepper point since Scotty D over here stealing mine. <laughs> Were you going to talk about that? Absolutely You're kidding me. You're kidding me. I kid you not. But no, I come with a backup, though, because okay. it was Masters Week. Man, can you imagine having land near Augusta National? Mm-hmm. And Augusta National, you know what I'm saying? It started off as just a normal golf course, 18 holes. They continue to span, get grow and prestige and everything. But they said that, but one particular owner says, nope, we're not budging. I don't care how much money you throw at us, millions and millions of dollars. Augusta National spent over $200 million purchasing over 100 properties covering 270 acres since 1999. But one family will not budge. They said they got land, they got a house, they've raised their kids, their grandkids <laughs> there. They are yeah. not moving. They don't care. We're staying about the here, we stay in here. We got prime. We got prime position just to see all the noise that goes on at Augusta National, a tradition. Unlike, Unlike any, other. any other. And we're not going anywhere. <laughs> yes, sir. And they said that that is the end of that. We all get our pepper points in, fellas. Yeah. Hey, yes. did you hear did you hear the, the news? I might be wrong again. Maybe Lamar Jackson is coming back because Odell Beckham signed. Now, why would he sign with a team to play with <laughs> Snoop Hunley or whatever the guy's name is? For 15 got, million. Hunley. <laughs> he, you said Snoop Hunley. <laughs> he got he gotta have he gotta have an inside track. He gotta know something. You wouldn't just take that deal, would you? Fifteen incentive. But why would you give it to him? Up if, to 18 why would you pay? Dollars? If you're the Ravens, why are you giving him? Why are you paying Odell Beckham a one-legged receiver, catching from a no-armed quarterback? You gotta, you gotta have something cooking there. There gotta be some behind-the-scenes progress being made. I don't know. It gotta be. Hey, desperate times call for desperate measures. And in closing, it's been another episode of Sports Bowl Podcast. 
Do something nice for yourself. And if you can, do something nice for someone else. They'll greatly appreciate it now more than ever. Be a blessing, not a burden. This is the Sports Bros Podcast. Scotty D, go to bed, get some rest. Be live. I'm going to holler at you later. And I'm out. And don't for, don't forget to let us know who your second and third favorite. No. So, so, yes, sir. Between, okay. And yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. We, we, we up out of here. All right. Y'all take care. Thanks for watching and listening to Sports Bros Podcast. 200 next week. We'll see. Hey, it's Eddie Cool here from the Sports Bros Podcast. And do you want some more of the Sports Bros Podcast in your life? Wait a minute. Don't answer that. The answer is yes. And I know you want some more of the Sports Bros Podcast in your life. Do us a small favor. Go to the description box. Click our link tree link. And you'll see all the links on how to follow the Sports Bros Podcast. Once again, thanks for listening.